0: Welcome in to your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your weather command forecast. First off, we've got a high wind warning. It's in effect from now through 6 p.m. this evening. This is for Hill and Blaine counties. Expect west winds 30 to 40 miles an hour, gusting up to 60 miles an hour. A few power outages possible. Travel will be difficult, especially for high-profile vehicles or those pulling trailers. Areas susceptible to blowing dust could experience reduced visibilities. Motorists should be prepared for sudden reductions in visibility. Slow down, allow extra following distance between vehicles, and turn on your headlights if you encounter blowing dust. Once again, this high wind warning is for Hill and Blaine counties, and it is until 6 p.m. this evening. For the rest of your Tuesday, very windy, mostly cloudy, highs 50 to 60. Southwest winds, 30 to 45 miles an hour, gusting to around 65 miles an hour. Tonight, breezy and mostly cloudy. Lows, 30 to 35. West winds, 15 to 25 miles an hour, gusting to around 45 miles an hour, and shifting to the northwest and decreasing to 5 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Wednesday, colder. Mostly cloudy. Slight chance of rain and snow in the morning. Then chance of snow and slight chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs, 35 to 40. Northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the north 10 to 15 miles an hour in the afternoon. 50% chance of precipitation. Wednesday night, colder with mostly cloudy skies and a 20% chance of snow. Lows 20 to 25. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. Patchy fog in the morning, highs around 35. West winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Thursday night through Sunday night, mostly cloudy. Lows 15 to 20. Highs 30 to 35. Monday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Highs 25 to 35. The Haver City Council held their regular monthly meeting on Monday night at City Hall and passed a series of agenda items. On first reading, the council approved an ordinance that states it is illegal to purposely or knowingly provide supplemental feed to deer. Although this is already in state law and citable by Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, Council hopes to use this as an educational tool to try and decrease the overpopulation of deer in Haver. If passed, it would be enforceable by Haver Police Department, which could write citations. Ordinance changes must be approved twice by the City Council to be enacted. Also approved at the meeting was the City of Haver's updated policy and procedure manual, the confirmation of Mayor Tim Solomon's reappointment of Chase Stoner to the City County Airport Board for a two-year term, and November claims and manual warrants. The confirmation of Ethan Cox as a probationary police officer was also on the agenda, but was canceled, as Cox took a position elsewhere. The Hill County Park Board held their regular monthly meeting Monday night, virtually, and unanimously approved several motions. The board approved the location for a proposed south cross fence that would split the roughly 3,300-acre south pasture of Beaver Creek Park into two to allow for more even grazing of the area. The fence will cross Alkali Springs Road and the Beaver Creek Highway, where there would be cattle guards. It would also cross the Bear Paw Nature Trail once, where there will be a walk-through fence. The project must still go out for bids and go before the park board again for approval. The hope is for construction to begin in the spring and for it to be complete by the 2021 grazing season. It would be paid for by ranchers through their land management fund. Also approved at the meeting was a motion to have the Rules and Regulations Committee develop a written policy on trapping in Beaver Creek Park, the transfer of a grazing allotment from Tony Ream to his son, October and November claims, and October and November meeting minutes. During the superintendent's report, Chad Edgar said the park use has been slow of late, but there was some snowmobiling after the recent storms and people have been fishing, snowshoeing, and hiking. There are currently 1,467 cattle grazing at the park. The grazing season runs through the rest of the calendar year. During the hunting season, there were a few people, which were mostly described as out-of-towners, trying to hunt in Beaver Creek Park. One hunter was sighted by Fish, Wildlife, and Parks after shooting a deer. The issue appears to stem from the Onyx map system which color codes land for hunters to know where to hunt. Apparently, the color Beaver Creek Park is coded as is very similar to the color for Bureau of Land Management Land, leading to confusion among hunters. FWP is working with Onyx Maps to resolve the issue, and the park will be posting additional signs reminding the public about their no hunting policy. The Zoom meeting timed out after 40 minutes so there was no opportunity for final public comment. Because of this, the board will have a special section for public comment at the beginning of their next meeting, January 4th. Public comments on anything pertaining to Hill County Parks can be emailed to bcpark at itstriangle.com. The final results have been released from Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Haver Check Station for the 2020 hunting season. 782 mule deer were checked, a record, up 15% from last year and 53% above that long-term average. 74 ducks were harvested, making them the only other animal that checked in above both last year's numbers and the long-term average. Animal harvests that were below long-term averages but above last year's numbers were antelope, white-tailed deer, elk, and upland birds. The only animal harvest below both last year's numbers and the long-term average was the pheasant. 1,777 hunters checked in over the eight weeks the station was open, up 2% from last year and 5% above that long-term average. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates, Hill County was notified of 15 new COVID-19 cases yesterday and had 24 people meet that recovery criteria. Hill County has now reported 1,433 total cases of the virus, 172 are active, 2 are hospitalized. This is the lowest active case total for Hill County since October 12th. 1,229 people have recovered and 32 have died. Over in Blaine County, they reported six new COVID cases on Monday and had two people meet the recovery criteria. Their case total, 553 overall, 37 active, one hospitalized, 496 recovered, 20 have died. And over in Phillips County, they reported four new COVID-19 cases over the course of Sunday and Monday and reported one COVID-19 related death. Their eighth overall, over that two-day span, they also reported 20 recoveries and two hospitalization discharges. Phillips County has reported 340 total COVID cases, 53 are active, three are hospitalized. Over in Liberty County, they announced yesterday that over the past 76 hours, they've confirmed two new COVID cases and had seven people recovered. Their total case count is at 95, 12 are active, and they've previously reported one COVID-related death. And over in Shoto County, they have not provided a COVID-19 update, as of late, but we'll make sure to pass that along once they provide one. Turning to state news, today's Department of Public Health and Human Services Montana COVID-19 update is in, and today Montana reported 859 new COVID-19 cases, 21 new COVID-related deaths, had a drop in active hospitalizations of 13, and had an increase in active cases of 251. In total, Montana's reported 69,346 COVID-19 cases, 17,448 are active, 479 of which are hospitalized, and the death toll is 763. The counties with the most new cases today, Cascade 129, Flathead 126, Lewis & Clark 89, Yellowstone 71, Gallatin 63, Missoula 56, Butte Silverbow 44, Bighorn 39. Democrats and Republicans clashed Monday over contrasting visions for how to hold Montana's upcoming legislative session safely amid the coronavirus pandemic. Members of the Joint House and Senate Rules Committee proposed dueling rule changes for the session set to begin next month. Republicans who control the House and Senate backed a proposal to form a Republican-controlled leadership panel that would make decisions on safety precautions once the session begins. Democrats provided three different proposals, postponing the session until a vaccine is widely available, holding the session remotely, or implementing mandatory safety measures that would include mask wearing and social distancing. All three were met with opposition or skepticism from Republicans. A grandson of the late author and art dealer Forrest Fenn has confirmed that a medical school student from Michigan found an over1 million dollar treasure chest that Fenn stashed in the wilds of Wyoming more than a decade ago. Shiloh Forrest old wrote Monday on a website dedicated to the treasure that 32 year old Jonathan Jack Stuof found the treasure in June. Stuof had met with Fenn soon after finding the treasure. Stoof also identified himself to Daniel Barbarisi for an article published Monday by Outside Magazine. Fenn left the clues to finding the treasure in a poem in his memoir, The Thrill of the Chase, saying that it was hidden somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Unfortunately, the USDA website has not updated since yesterday, so these prices are as of Monday. Daily prices per bushel, Hill County Winter Wheat, $4.00 and 97 cents, spring wheat 484. Blaine County, winter wheat 487, spring wheat 479. Liberty County, winter wheat 502, spring wheat 484. Shoto County, winter wheat 497, spring wheat 484. And Phillips County, winter wheat 482, spring wheat 474. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, stay safe out on those roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.